The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Six days before the Passover, Jesus went to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom he had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there. Martha waited on them, and Lazarus was among those at table. Mary brought in a pound of very costly ointment, pure nard, and with it anointed the feet of Jesus wiping them with her hair. The house was full of the scent of the ointment. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, the man who was to betray him, said, Why wasn't this ointment sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He was in charge of the common fund and used to help himself to the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone. She had to keep this scent for the day of my burial. You have the poor with you always. You will not always have me. Meanwhile, a large number of Jews heard that he was there and came not only on account of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. Then the chief priests decided to kill Lazarus as well, since it was on his account that many of the Jews were leaving them and believing in Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Often when we talk about the Lord, we talk of him as, as Jesus Christ or, or Christ. And the word Christ means uh, the anointed one the anointed, and properly, properly we should say Jesus the Christ, Jesus the anointed one. And the anointed one in this sense means the one filled with the Holy Spirit, the one chosen by God, sent by God, his anointed one. And he is the, the source of our anointing. He is the one who pours out his Holy Spirit upon us. But there's another sense of the word anointing too, the act of anointing. Just like we have the anointing in, in baptism or confirmation, holy orders, um, and the sacrament for the sick, the act of anointing, the marking with, with oil, the smearing of oil as a sign of the Holy Spirit. And... Uh, but that sense of anointing goes way back to ancient times. And in the gospel today, we hear about 
Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, anointing the feet of Jesus. And it's an amazing scene. She had brought in a pound of very costly ointment. Judas talked about this should have been sold and given the money given to the poor, 300 denarii. And remember, a denarius was one day's salary. So this is a very expensive gift that Mary has brought to anoint the feet of Jesus. And then she wipes his feet with her hair. It's a sign of abundant love. And surely that's the anointing Jesus gives us too. The anointing of his spirit is the anointing of abundant love. But Mary's example shows us how we should respond to the anointing we receive from Jesus. I wonder if as Mary anointed the feet of Jesus, that gave him the idea of washing the feet of the disciples later in the week, which we'll remember on Holy Thursday. Jesus, on that day, washed away the grime of their feet. On the next day, on the cross, <clears throat> he wish, washes away the grime of sin and death which clings to humanity. And he does that as he dies on the cross and as we'll hear from St. John's Gospel on Friday, he gave up his spirit. He poured out his spirit on the world. He anointed us with the abundance of his love and mercy. And I suppose that's the, the call for us. If we are disciples of Christ, we should anoint one another with abundant love and mercy. In the gospel we heard about Judas, who didn't do that, he was only interested in the money. We heard of the chief priests and elders who just didn't want to kill Jesus. They wanted to kill Lazarus as well. But what about us? Are we people who anoint with abundant love and mercy after the example of the Christ who anoints us with abundant love and mercy?